0: So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Erica.
0: Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online.
1: So... We have Claire back. Hello. Her episode, we got so much good feedback on her story about Sombrero Guy that we actually, <laughs> I know, right? That we invited Claire back, and she has something else to share with us.
2: Yay! Yay! So we met online on a meetup group. It's a hiking, outdoors kind of meetup group, and they have a ton of members, all ages, and backgrounds and things like that. So, actually, just last night, they had a happy hour. Okay. Uh, the whole group, you know, I sort of knew who was going to be there. The leader of the group, the guy who started the group and has introduced a lot of these people and sets up all the events, seemed like a really nice guy. Okay. I've gone to three or so outings with the group okay. Just in case, night. Just in case any
1: listeners don't know what Meetup is, it's just an organization, meetup.com, where... Anyone can actually start a group and they're generally specific ages or interests Mm -hmm. or... Something like that, where you can find the group online, sign up for it, and then go to this group's events. Yeah, for
0: instance, in California, there's a Disneyland meetup group.
1: I bet you're the president.
0: I am not the president, (laughs) but I have gone to several of the meetups at Disneyland, and I would have to say that they're most interesting.
1: I bet, and I recently went to a trivia night meetup group.
0: Yeah, great.
2: Okay, continue. (laughs) So, since I haven't been in this particular group very long. I don't know a lot of the members. I've met some people on some of the outings, but they have almost a thousand members in this group, and not everybody is active. They have a solid group of regulars, but, you know, I've still thought I'd be just meeting some people, still getting to know some of the people in the group last night, and when I first got there, there was a guy who was completely not attached to the group, but I didn't know it.
1: So he was just at the location of the happy hour. Some
2: weird, yeah, guy okay. at this bar just started harassing all the women, but I didn't okay. know he was not in the group. So he he kept saying all this weird stuff to me, and I'm trying to be nice because I, I thought he was just one of the people. So then this guy, the leader of the group, came over and starts basically telling him, like, hey, we're having a private function, and you're making some people uncomfortable. Good. The leader of the group is, I guess, ex-military, mm. roided-up, beefcake kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it seems like a really nice person. Not really my type physically. But I talked to him a couple times at the at the hangouts, and he seemed really nice. So it kind of started on a weird note with him, like, getting a little bit more aggressive than I think was necessary with this harmless drunk guy at the bar, kind of. And I just, I walked away. <laughs> I need to be a part of this conversation. Right. And then... He was drinking a lot. Everybody was drinking, you know, just me personally. When I'm still getting to know people, I want to have my wits about me a little. Right. So I'm going to have a couple drinks, but not get crazy. Getting crazy. Yeah. yeah. And he's trying to get me to do
1: shots with him. Wait, the, the leader of the meetup? The leader of the meetup. So the, the military guy.
2: He's very close to my age. I think like 34, 35. I don't do shots, period. So thank you, no. But right. <laughs> I'm good and he at one point came up to me and was like, so what are your political leanings? I was like, I don't talk about this with anybody. I don't care what your background is, work, dating, etc. I just try not to bring that up until I really know people. Right. And I don't feel like, especially at this time in, in this our political country, climate, like, this is yeah. not a great time to be getting into all that.
0: And I'm also curious though, this is just a regular meetup group, right? This wasn't this is a hiking meetup group. This wasn't yeah. really a singles hike hiking meetup group, right? Oh, good question. Because there are a lot of meetup groups out there, and they specifically say singles.
2: But this wasn't one.
0: But this wasn't one.
2: It's, it's not specifically singles. There are a lot of single people in the group who've just, actually a lot of divorced people in the sure. group. or are just trying to meet people, I guess. But there are couples in the group. There's people who met in the group and right. are dating now. There's married couples in the right. group. So it sort of spans So it's everything. not going knowing it's going to be a singles group.
1: I mean, he had no idea your situation. Well, Uh-oh. Okay. no,
2: I didn't I didn't think so because I had met a few other people in the group on the hikes, talked to other girls and just mentioned, oh yeah, I'm a single parent and mm-hmm. blah, 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 but never really talked to this guy about it. And he starts asking me after the political thing, I just tried to nip that, to, to Yeah. not want to go down that road. And then he's like, so a lot of people joined at once in the last couple months and you're one of the new ones. Married, boyfriend, I said, no, I'm not... Not either. I'm single, but it seemed like reaching. Like he's trying to right. figure out what my deal is. He's um, not trying to fit. Fa- he's asking what yeah. you know. Seriously, yeah. it, <laughs>
0: it almost seems like it's not
1: subtle at all. <laughs> right. To
0: me, it almost sounds like he started a hiking meetup group just so that he can pick up on his members.
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm starting to get that vibe a little bit. I, I don't know what his background is i know he's okay so he's now. hitting on you all right yeah. right so and on I'm its just, own okay whatever yeah you know and at one point he was like we need to have a sidebar conversation and i was like <laughs> okay but he's like i'm gonna buy you a drink and i'm gonna switch to beer now and <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. this, this seems to be going in a very specific direction so we end up sitting down at a table and he's like you know you're one of the new people i like to have a personal connection I'm sure people. he does. I, right. a personal sh- are we talking? I'm not sure with all of the nearly 1,000 members, does he have this. I'm, I'm guessing just attractive young women. But yeah. anyway. So I was like, okay, you know. And he's like, so you're single, you, you're divorced. And I said, yeah. And he said, do you have any kids? I said, yeah, I have a two-year-old. And he goes, ugh. And that's I was like, what, Yeah, I was going
0: to say, that's where it jumps off, yep.
2: Excuse me? All right. Uh, yeah, I have a kid. If that's a problem to be in this group, uh, I know a lot of, there's a lot of other single parents here. <laughs> it's not a problem to be in the group. It's a problem for his dating prospects. I right. guess. Exactly. I am who I am. Of you course. know. And I, so I kept trying to turn the conversation back to him. So Why did you start this group? What's your background? And, <laughs> and things like chicks. that. Right? <laughs> and he's just kind of going off on different tangents and things like that and talking about again the conversation kind of turns back to politics a little and i was like okay well this has been a good talk and the group starts to dwindle down a little bit and then a handful of people mentioned that they were going to go to this other bar up the street because there's a you know at that particular one there was a band setting up and it was getting kind of loud so he's like yeah we're all gonna go we're all gonna go and you should you should come with us and i said all right i'll go to the next one It ends up being me, him, and one other guy. Oh, no. And, you know, this other guy was really nice, too. I'm not interested in either of them, but I thought, I'm still just getting to know these people. The leader of the group has had too much to drink, but I get the sense that at his core, he's a nice guy. And he's just maybe not having a a great night. Maybe he's just blowing off steam or something. But then we get to, we're at this second bar. He's very good friends with this other guy that's with us. This guy, I guess, helps set up some of the group events and things like that on the board or whatever. And I don't remember in what context this came up, but and I wasn't even really paying attention. I'm looking for an Uber yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I hear him use a racial slur. <gasps> this poor 22 year old girl who's the bartender I guess somehow knew this group and he's they're like kind of giving her shit and oh your boyfriend he's just a little punk and I was like she's 22 he's pulling up pictures of her on Facebook with her boyfriend and look at this kid you know what is she doing I'm like wait wait, wait. I don't understand he's making fun of the bartender and her boyfriend yeah Oh, gosh. When she's right there. And she's kind of playing along a little bit. I'm giving her the biggest tip I possibly can. Because so I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't really know these people. It just right. It got really uncomfortable really fast. And then at one point, the other guy goes to the bathroom. The leader of the group is like, what happened? I, I feel like something changed. I felt like we were vibing really well. And I was like, look, if I said something to offend you... I'm sorry, dude. I'm really just here to meet people and have fun. So I call my Uber and I'm like, all right, good luck to you guys. He was trying to get me to come back to his place and I'm I'm good. got a big day tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go home and ugh, I, that was just a little gross and I really yeah. like going to this group. I like hiking as a single female. I don't feel safe going on hikes by myself sure. so it's nice to have this social group to be a part of. I don't know how much what you I want to be involved. are you going to do? Are you going to go um, back to the group? Well and also it's late night. I get home, I go on bumble because I'm just bored and trying to get the bad taste of the night out of my yeah. mouth. And I pay for bumble boost, which is, you know, it'll show you who's already swiped on you. And right. I see right. this guy had already the leader swiped of the group. on me. Yeah. And I was like, oh crap. Wow. I don't know if that happened during the course of the night or if that was there before. I was like, I really wish I had known left, left, swipe, left. <laughs> like I do. So I don't know. I, I'm supposed to go actually on an outing with them tomorrow. I might sit this one out. And yeah. I don't know how it's going to work uh,
1: out. Okay. Wow. wow. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing. So after the break, we're all going to discuss what happens when you're in a group or a workplace or somewhere where you actually like it, you want to be there, but someone has made that place now a little bit uncomfortable for you. We'll talk about what do you do in that situation. Sounds great. We'll be back. I don't know about you, Chris, but I think flowers are really pretty. But sometimes when I send them, I don't really know where to go. Until I found out about urban stems. I've used them, and there's some really great things. They have next-day shipping nationwide, in-house floral designers who design every bouquet, free delivery on every order, stylish packaging, personalized notes, and all of their bouquets are sustainably sourced from their Rainforest Alliance Certified Farms. I can't say I exactly know what that means, but sounds impressive. Anyway, feel free to go to urbanstems.com and if you use the code NUDGE, N-U-D-G-E 20, you get 20% off your order. That's urbanstems.com. And we're back. Okay, so much to talk about. So, Claire, you said you have this outing tomorrow. You're not sure whether you're going to go or not, and which is really unfortunate because, like you said, you like hiking. You want to meet other members of the group, and you don't want to not go because of this one experience. This happens.
0: It happens everywhere. I mean, I'm trying to sit here and think if there's a situation that I've been in where... I've either embarrassed myself or I've said something or I've met somebody and now I'm like, ah, I got to avoid this situation or I don't want to go or I'm going to take a different route to work now because I don't want to pass by whoever. So I think this is something that's very common.
1: Well, sure. I mean, you're bound to meet people who are either interested in you or you're interested in them doing something you like to do. And I always say, people always ask me, you know, how do you meet someone not online? How do you meet someone IRL, you know, in real life? And I always say, join a group or a class or something like that where you like the activity. Because then if you meet someone, it's an added bonus, but you're already doing something you like And presumably, if you like doing that, you're kind of in your element. You're more yourself. It's happened to me several times. I work at a co-working space. And it's a lot of entrepreneurs. It's a lot of people who run their own businesses or work for small businesses. And, you know, it's all ages, but there are quite a few young people there. And I've actually told this story already on the podcast where somebody canceled a date with me an hour, less than an hour before the date who works at my building. I ended up, you don't know this story, Claire, but I went on the date by myself anyway, because I was really craving these chicken wings. (laughs) And like, you know, when you're craving something, you just can't get it out of your head, you know? So I went and had a better time on the date with myself, with my bourbon and chicken wings, than I probably would have with him. But he canceled in a not so wonderful way. He wasn't apologetic. And I thought, why would you do that? You're going to see me at the office. One other time, It was actually coincidental. I met someone at a trivia night. It turns out he worked in my office. That was a surprise for everyone involved. We really hit it off at trivia. I was really looking forward to this date. We go on the date and I don't know what happened or how or why, we couldn't stand each other. We just had nothing to talk about. I could just tell he didn't like me, I didn't like him, so be it, I have no idea why. That's okay. Judge me if you want for this, but I think it was very clear at the end of the night we were never going to see each other again. So we, I think, both internally decided, well, might as well make out with each other. I mean, <laughs> we're, Why not? we're attracted to each other. It can't hurt. So it was very obvious to me that we were going to make out and then never go out again. And I was actually very comfortable with that because I didn't care. I didn't like this guy enough, you know, but he was really cute. I knew we weren't seeing each other again. And... Most people in this situation would just walk away, never contact each other again. I did not want to do that because we see each other at the office. So after a few days, I'm not hearing from him again. We hadn't run into each other at the office. So I actually proactively reached out and texted him and said, you know, I think it's pretty clear it wasn't the right connection, but you know, it was very nice talking to you and I look forward to running into you. And he said, yep, totally agree. Sounds good. Had I not done that, now I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but had I not done that, it would have been really awkward at work because it would have been like, well, i made out. Now it's awkward. Yeah. So now at least we can say hello to each other. And it was obviously wasn't going to stop me from going into my office, but I did think to myself, well, do I want to walk past his office on the third floor? Right. I don't know. Right.
0: So I think the question, the primary question in this, even if we use Claire's example, does she go back to the meetup? I say yes. So on one hand, I can say, yes, go. Stand up for yourself. Do what you like to do.
1: Meet new people. Don't let him stop you.
0: Right. Don't let him stop you. But on the flip side, is she putting herself into a position that could escalate into something worse, potentially.
1: Well, do you feel comfortable, Claire, saying to this guy, I can't wait to come to the group. I know things were a little bit awkward last time, but I just want to explicitly say, you know, I'm not interested in dating, but I do look forward to being a member of the group.
2: I kind of was thinking about it earlier. If he was to send me a message and be like, oh boy, I was a jerk you know, I drank too much, whatever. But he didn't, and he's probably not going to. He probably won't. So at this point, I'm like, I can go and make a joke about it and just make it very clear. It's not going to go down that road. You seem like a nice guy. I I could make a joke out of it. Like, how are you feeling the next day? Like, you were a little banged up. Are you okay? And then just, there's enough other people that show up to these outings that it would only have to be a quick interaction, if Mm -hmm. anything. And I feel like I could make myself pretty clear. Well, let's talk about that because,
1: you know, I hate generalizing, but I will say often men need to be told things explicitly because as women, we often think we can hint at something and someone gets the hint or we can say something subtly and they will understand. Well, I've had enough experiences and I'm sure you have too, where you could think you're clear as they and he says, well, you never told me that. Right. So, so I'm generally an advocate of just saying the thing, even if it's not something someone... was You know, saying it tactfully, of course. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not interested in dating, but I look forward to coming back to the
2: group. Yeah, that's a good point, especially because I saw that he had swiped on me on Bumble. <laughs> yeah. Because now it's like, all right, if there wasn't any mystery around what happened the other night, now I know for sure. That but, he's interested in you. Right. And so I probably would need to say, like you're saying, be a little bit more specific. But I think I also... I'm not going to put myself in a position with this group anymore to be like, I'm just going to end up with these three people at the end of the night. Absolutely not. like, make it an early night. doesn't have to be a big thing. Mm -hmm. I've found people in the group that I do like. So if they're there, great. If they're not, I can just call it a day. You can do whatever you want. Right. Exactly. I mean, ultimately, you join this group for fun.
1: Mm -hmm. And if fun becomes not fun anymore, join a different group. I just don't want this one person... To stop you from enjoying everyone else. And that's kind of the same analogy. It's a little different, but similar analogy to, you know, so many people think, well, I met this one character on OK Cupid, I'm never gonna do OK Cupid again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't want that one person to represent everyone. And in this case, you could be missing out on meeting amazing people in the group, men and women alike, mm-hmm. right. and I don't want that for you.
0: It brings up another thought that I had with our investment into certain types of situations, our investment into certain types of groups. Mm -hmm. So in this particular case, he is the leader of the group and you're a new member. So take a situation where maybe it was your group or let's, let's take a situation where it's another guy we'll use the hiking example. And let's say it's a hiking group and there is a third party person who's the leader and you have nothing to do with them, but there's a member in there and the same interaction happened with this member. And let's say you've been involved with this particular hiking group for a year and this new guy comes in and he's only been involved with this hiking group for six months, right? And you have a disconnect or something that now feels uncomfortable. Who should go? Should somebody step aside and say, well, I'm just never going to come back again. Or, no, this is my thing. I've been doing this for a year now. This is my thing. You need to go. I don't want to see you around here anymore. Is there that type of conversation that can happen as well?
2: Are you asking me?
0: I'm asking both of you.
2: (laughs) I think I'm the kind of person where it would have had to be something really egregious for me to be like, I'm not coming back. And I would never say, this is my social group and you need to leave. But I feel like somebody could get that vibe, certainly. So, you know, it's an open group. Anybody could join. There's nobody saying you can or can't be part of it, unless you're doing something like really heinous. I I don't know.
0: What if if you're in a relationship? What if you actually... Actually, I was just going
1: to say that because I had a situation where... It was my thing. Right. It was...
0: So your thing I, I'm going is... to
1: say, it, it was synagogue. Okay. I sang there yeah. once a month on Friday nights. Now, granted, I've, I've, I don't really do anything religious anymore, but at the time, <laughs> it was very important to me. And I was seeing someone for a long time, and I felt like I dragged him there for three years. Once a month, I felt like it was always an obligation, and he came to support me, but... That was the last thing he wanted. Well, fast forward. We broke up. He starts seeing someone new. They start going there together. Oh, God. And you can't see Claire's face, but her jaw just (laughs) dropped. terrible. I did take that as my place. Right. And I thought to myself at first, I'm not giving up my place. It's mine. Exactly. And I went. And I got severe anxiety when I was there. Right. Because I saw them and it put me in a place I did not want to be. And I thought to myself, I don't really want to have to take Xanax to go to synagogue. Mm -hmm. So after I faced what I had to face, I did stop going. Because to me, that anxiety wasn't worth it. And for a while, I was making other plans on those Friday nights that excited me just as much as going to kind of ease the transition. And now I'm perfectly content because I have found other things. And... I don't really go to synagogue anymore because I realized that ran its course for me. And unfortunately, it pushed me out in a way I didn't want to be pushed out. Ultimately, the conclusion is fine, but I do believe he was in the wrong.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly what I was just trying to get to. It doesn't have to be necessarily just a one-time thing where you go and you have this uncomfortable situation and now you question whether or not you want to return because it might be an awkward situation. Mm Those awkward situations can occur in a lot of different avenues through a lot of different interactions with different people. And how do you overcome those? Boy, was
1: I angry. I just got to tell you. And he had the, okay, now I'm on it. He had the gall and he thought he was doing something nice he had the gall to email me and say just to let you know i'm bringing my girlfriend to services tonight and i was i remembered oh oh it was the day before it was a thursday and i remember that day because this is funny actually i was going on a first date that thursday night the day before singing at synagogue and i'm walking out the door to go on the date when i get this email and like you know that feeling when your heart stops because you're not expecting it. And I show up on this date and the best thing I could think to do was to be honest and said, just to let you know, I just got this email. I'm very upset about it. I'm going to get a drink now, (laughs) but I'm probably not the animated self I would normally be. And he actually truly appreciated my honesty because what else could you do? And you know, I don't cancel and I certainly wasn't going to, I was walking out the door.
0: Yeah. (sighs) I was angry we got you fired up
1: yeah I'm fired up and I'm hungry for some I don't know
0: you you ate like a massive breakfast I did brunch
1: I don't know why I'm so hungry Hmm. that's irrelevant (laughs) (laughs) anything else to add on this topic rage hunger rage (laughs) hunger I think I'm hangry
0: you're hangry I am hangry that's it
1: Claire thank you for joining us again Chris thank you as always for being you
0: you're welcome and thank
1: you wonderful listeners for doing the thing you do best listen any comments questions you can find us on twitter at so we met online you can find us on instagram at so we met online and uh, depending on how you like to listen to your podcast you can just go on our website so we we'd love to hear from you